Hi, welcome to our podcast. I'm João. My name is Fernanda. And I am Matheus. And we're going to talk a little bit about the situation of the COVID pandemic in Brazil. Brazil has been facing a very difficult crisis, a very difficult moment right now in the past few months because uh, our system, our health system has been in collapse. And yesterday we've reached the sad mark of 425,000 deaths by the COVID infection. Uh, and at the same time, contradictionally, uh, yesterday was a day of some sort of hope because, uh, well, uh, for the first time since 55 days, uh, Brazil's moving average of deaths has reached a number below 2,000. In the same day, uh, for the first time since March, the UTI uh, system has reached a, a occupation rate less than 80%. Uh, in the same way, uh, some scientists say that this fall, this drop in the cases and in the deaths is something that we really need to uh, pay attention because in like nine states we have been seeing after three weeks of drop in the cases, uh, another growth in the number of cases. And we all know that the only way to get out of this pandemic is through the vaccination. But in the same way, the vaccination is very slow and we only have the perspective of uh, a huge number of having a significant number of doses by the third quarter of the of this of the year. And right now, I think we have, we must be really care careful. We must stay home. We must be um, be aware. You know, be cautious. Yeah, we must. Uh, pay attention of what Bolsonaro is doing as our president and how serious his his acts are. And we must not commit the same mistake as a nation to vote him again on 2022. It's really sad, like Matheus says, because when you think how many people are in grief right now, because it's not only one people that is affected, it's the social cycle, the parents, their family and friends, and it must be a lot to take them, especially when you die from a disease that already has a vaccine. But unfortunately, the president of Brazil refused to purchase 11 times of this vaccine. Indeed, it's a feeling of sadness and scare because it can ha happen with everyone. Um, since the government in the hands of a person who travels the disease, promote ineffective treatment and refuse to buy the vaccine. Yes, totally agree. That's something very important that you said, that this is a disease that already has a vaccine, that already has a cure. And unfortunately, because of the government's actions, we don't have it here. Yes. And along the critical situation of COVID in Brazil, presented by João, we have a lot of polemics around the other aspects of the pandemic, such as the early treatment of COVID, and other medicines like chloroquine and ivermectin that have been have been scientifically proven they are not effective for the treatment of COVID or its prevention. Yet the president insists on defending these medical methods 
This means that the person who governs our country and have a massive influence on citizens is spreading fake news about the treatment of COVID in Brazil, which is at least absurd. Yes, it's true. As the president, it's his duty to pass the example to people of what should be done. When someone like him does something like that, he incentivates uh, lots of people to do what he's doing, which is unacceptable. Yesterday, uh, the chief of the Anvisa criticized uh, Bolsonaro's attitude towards the medical treatment, saying that it doesn't work, that it has been proved that it doesn't work, and that what we need is vaccines. Yeah. yeah, I think it's important to say that Brazil is the only country who openly is recommending the use of hydroxychloroquine to COVID treatment. The first scientist who said that chloroquine was effective against COVID was a French guy, and he was proven wrong like in the first weeks. And Brazil is the only country who's adopting it as a method of protection against COVID. And we are being criticized again all, all over the world because of our, our, our not effective methods of, of combat of COVID. Yes, it's also crazy to think that we have uh, such a good health system. There is a reference to the world and a really good education, a public education. And this education produced so much content and scientific research that is used all over the world. And it's still been the situation, this denial situation is very difficult with the Nagayanist president and the health minister in complete chaos and everything in this government is a complete chaos. So while this, all of this was happening in Brazil, our, our congressman decided to start to implement a par parliamentary inquiry committee, which we know in Brazil as CPI. Uh, a PIC, which is a CPI in Brazil, it's a, a way of the congressman can investigate some acts of the federal government. So the, the, CPI, the CPI of COVID is trying to see, to look for any crimes that were committed by the, our president or governor, federal government uh, towards COVID. Uh, so they're doing it because some, some institutions are saying that uh, genocide is on course in Brazil, especially against indigenous people. Uh, and they are calling to investigate all of the best health ministers in Brazil, like Mandetta, Nelson Taich, and, and our current minister, minister of Health, Queiroga. Uh, so they are they all of them are being called to talk about how they deal with pandemic and how and what did Bolsonaro did talk told them to do while they were health ministers. So I think the the conclusion we may take of this situation is that even though Bolsonaro is a horrible president and being failing failing in almost every way on combat against COVID, I think we as a democracy have some ways and tools to stop him and to punish him for his acts. Yeah, yeah. It's so important that this CPU occurs because the government was able to make decisions that could save lives. 
such as keeping the lockdown, investing in hospitals, and research about COVID, buying vaccines, and many more, but they didn't do it, causing more cases and more deaths. So it's hard because these people need to be held responsible for their actions. So there will be justice for the families that lost their loved ones to the pandemic and also to the denial of the government and the president. Yes, I totally agree. These people need to be held responsible for their actions. Uh, the, it wasn't simply a mistake. It wasn't simply uh, a thing that they didn't knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. They decided to go this way and now they're going to have to pay the price. Hi, so this was our podcast. I hope you've enjoyed and uh, stay safe.